I call this meeting to order at 5.05 p.m. Clerk, please call the roll. Uh, yes. Uh, Commissioner Wong? Present. Commissioner Wong, present. Officer Adair? Present. Officer Adair is present. Officer Wu? Present. Officer Wu is present. Uh, Commissioner Ye? Present. Commissioner Ye is present. Commissioner C. Snittles? Present. Commissioner C. Snittles is present. Vice Chair Lestana? Present. Vice Chair Lestana is present. Um, Officer Fong? Present. Officer Fong is present. Uh, Commissioner Stock Lozano? Present. Commissioner Stock Lozano is present. Uh, Commissioner Deng? Present. Commissioner Deng is present. Uh, Commissioner Fagawanoa? Present. Commissioner Fagawanoa is present. Uh, Commissioner Ansari? Present. Commissioner Ansari is present. Uh, Commissioner Aliotto Pier? Present. Commissioner Aliotto Pier is present. Uh, Commissioner Perez? Present. Commissioner Perez is present. Commissioner Lampkins? Present. Commissioner Lampkins is present. And then Commissioner Marukin? Present. Commissioner Marukin is present. Uh, Officer Lone Amir? Present. Officer Lone Amir is present. And then Vice Chair Barker Plummer? Or Chair Barker Plummer, sorry. Present. Chair Barker Plummer is present. With 17 present and then zero absences, you have quorum. Thank you. Please call item two. Item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect that the Youth Commission participated in this meeting in person. Um, the Commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public, partition in, public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during public comment period are available in person at the podium. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the Youth Commission youth commission at youthcom at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office at City Hall at 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, room 345, San Francisco, California, 94102. And Chair, that concludes my communications. Thank you. Please call item three. Item number three is approval of the agenda. Are there any motions? Commissioner, you have motions to approve the agenda. Is there a second? Aliota Pierre, second. Commissioner Ye, seconded by Commissioner Aliota Pierre. Motions to approve today's agenda. Is there any discussion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? If members of the public would like to speak, uh, please come to the podium. One second. One second, you have two minutes. Um, a bell will ring at 30 seconds, and you may begin. Oh. Hi, guys. It's amazing. Yeah, I couldn't believe uh, there will, this would be such a situation. Sorry for my accent. I'm French, right? You can tell. Does, vous parlez français? Okay, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to speak again a big time next. But what was the, what was the thing here? Comment on the previous uh, agenda? On the agenda. Uh, not yet. I wasn't there before, so I can't say, right? So wait. Good. Thank you. Is there any further public comment? 
Chair Barker-Plummer, you have no public comment. Thank you. I think we can take this by voice vote. All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed say no. Abstentions. The motion passes. Please call item four. Okay, so um, item number four is approval of the minutes for the November 6th, uh, 2023 meeting. Are there any motions on this item? I'll appear a motion to approve the minutes. Is there a second? Commissioner Dang seconds. Commissioner Aliotto Pierre, seconded by Commissioner Dang, motions to approve the minutes for the November 6th, 2023 meeting of the San Francisco Youth Commission. Is there any discussion? Is there any public comment? Um, if members of the public have any public comment in regards to the minutes, uh, you can come to the podium. Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. I think we can take this by voice vote. All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed say nay. Abstentions. The motion passes. Please call item five. So item number five is general public comment for matters under the jurisdiction of the Youth Commission, but not on today's agenda. If members of the public would like to speak, uh, please come to the podium. So yes, that's gonna be great. Uh, my name is Thierry. Thierry Phil, yes, I'm French, but uh, basically I've been living here for a long time in San Francisco. Huh? All right, so, you are the future, 100%. In order for you to be the future, you remember one thing, essential that the system of education never told you, is that you own yourself, you own yourself. You are your own private property, so you take care of it. You understand that owning yourself makes your reason for being, which is happiness. There is no other reason for being for anybody here, the camera, but happiness. In order to be happy, to achieve your reason for being, you have to focus on something called and it's an aspiration, you see guys, it's called beauty. It's not physical, it's a mindset. So you always focus on something that feels like beauty. So once, very important, you pass the world. So you are, it's a pretty good job already, you are, how many? Next, so you are the future because you know that now. So you don't take any more crap. Basically, you see, it's very important. No racial things, nothing is, not, no, no, no. We are all the same, we are human beings to be on this planet, to be happy. End of the story. I've got 12 seconds left. I'm glad it's the last message I deliver here in the city hall before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you. Thank you for your public comment. Um, Chair, it seems you have no, uh, no more public comment. Thank you. Public comment is now closed. Please call item six. Item six is legislation, motion, re-implementation of the LGBTQ task force. Thank you. I'll go ahead and hand it over to Vice Chair Listana. Yeah, um, so just to give like a little background on this resolution, it's essentially a resolution, or a motion, sorry. To give background to this motion, essentially it's a motion to form an LGBTQ plus task force in the Youth Commission. 
Um, so we had an LGBTQ plus task force last term because like both commissioners or Commissioner Barker Plummer and I noticed that there was like a lot of youth issues that revolved around LGBTQ plus youth that wasn't getting um, addressed much in local government and like in the youth commission. So we wanted to work towards um, addressing those issues for young people and we saw that last year the task force was really successful working on a lot of issues and presenting at our BPP presentation. So we just wanted to um, recreate it this year. Yeah, recreate it this year so we can continue to work on LGBTQ plus youth related issues. Just because like as a queer young person myself, I don't know, I think it's really important to work on these issues and support our communities. Um, does Chair Barker Plummer want to add anything or Commissioner Stack Lozano? Commissioner Stock was on Well, I just decided, or I just think that this is, I also agree that this is really important. Um, yeah, also as a queer youth, I feel like, um, I don't know, it's really important to like specifically address like issues sort of, like that affect queer youth in the city, especially because San Francisco is like world known as like a queer sanctuary. And so it's really important for San Francisco to kind of like continue uplifting LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community, but specifically youth, so. Thank you. Um, I can go ahead and say, you know, I think it was a very successful task force last year. Multiple resolutions and policy discussions came out of that. Um, there were also BPPs created by the LGBTQ task force that we wrote and um, were presented to the Board of Supervisors, um, including one around safety uh, funding for LGBTQ plus youth serving organizations here in San Francisco. Um, one about health curriculum and making sure it's inclusive of young people. There was a third one that I... Oh, and then also a third BPP around safe spaces. And, you know, I think that that really speaks to uh, what the purpose of this task force is, is to create a space for young queer people to discuss um, these issues, for us to really have members of our commission and time focused on uh, young people, on young queer people, especially who are, as we see increasingly, um, under attack across our country. And we really need to make sure that SF is doing everything we can in terms of supporting, um, supporting queer youth, especially those who seek refuge and safety here in the city and county of San Francisco. So I wanna appreciate um, Vice Chair Listana and Commissioner Stock Lozano uh, for working on this, and I'm happy to be a sponsor of it as well. Um, are there any motions? Do you read it? Either way. Go ahead and read it. Okay. Um, do we? Okay, anyways. Um, we can just read it in like order the names at the bottom. So me, Commissioner Barker Plummer, Sacklazano, yeah. Or Commissioner Sacklazano, yeah. Okay. Motion to create a task force of the Youth Commission to advocate for LGBTQ plus youth issues in San Francisco to be called um, the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, and Queer LGBTQ plus task force under section Six. 6B of the Youth Commission bylaws. Whereas LGBTQ plus youth are disproportionately impacted by issues currently affecting young people in San Francisco, such as mental health issues, bullying, discrimination, homelessness, insecure housing issues, etc. Whereas San Francisco is known across the country and the world as a sanctuary for queer people and must continue to improve its services and practices to maintain this status and 
Whereas San Francisco has a strong history of advocating for LGBTQ plus rights and has made remarkable progress in safeguarding and uplifting the LGBTQ plus community and therefore be it. Moved that the San Francisco Youth Commission forms a task force to be in existence through the 2023 to 2024 Youth Commission term, which will meet at least once a month while the Youth Commission is in session to advocate for LGBTQ plus youth issues in San Francisco through investigating problems LGBTQ plus youth face and working with community organizations that serve the LGBTQ plus community and be it. Further move that the aforementioned task force shall be known as the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, and Queer LGBTQ plus task force and be it. Further moved that the membership of the aforementioned task force shall be of volunteers between the ages of 14 and 25 who meet at least one of the following criteria. One, they are a current student at a San Francisco school or higher education institution. Two, they self-identify as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Three, are a current commissioner on the San Francisco Youth Commission. And that member should be appointed by motion of the executive committee of the Youth Commission and be it. Further move that the aforementioned task force shall have the power to make recommendations to the Youth Commission on actions it can take to support LGBTQ plus youth in San Francisco. I have a question, really quick. Mm -hmm. Just real quick. So <laughs> this might literally apply to only me, um, but for the, they're a current, like for, to be on the task force, they're a current student at a San Francisco school or higher education institution. So that means that if I go to school in Marin, I can't be on it? It's like one or more. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you are a youth commissioner. Bars. <laughs> Thanks. I think. Huh? Is that a good thing? Yeah. Okay, great. I don't know. Any other questions on this um, motion? Yes. I just have a really quick question. I think, um, I mean, I think this task force is extremely important. I know the work that you have done in the previous years as well. And I was just wondering, um, what is the work that this task force plans to focus on for this coming year? What do you plan on to work on this year? Oh, oh. Um, oh, personally, I'd like to continue like some of the initiatives that we started last year, especially the one on like. LGBTQ plus youth homelessness and like shelters because we started that last year but that was like nearing the end of the term so all you're able to do is like pass resolutions but like definitely putting that in our BPPs is like one thing I want to do this year um yeah I think that's like the main thing and also just like supporting other LGBTQ plus or youth serving organizations in the city and their initiatives as well wonderful thank you thank you uh any further Questions or should we? Is there a motion? What? I'm pretty sure Gabby motioned it, right? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Commissioner Listana, motions to approve. Is there a second? Seconded. By, oh. Um, Commissioner yeah. Wu. Motion by Commissioner Listana, seconded by Commissioner Wu to approve the motion to create the LGBTQ task force. Is there any discussion? Is there any public comment? Um, if members of the public would like to give public comment on this motion, you can come to the podium. I'm just an artist, huh? I'm not a teacher. Even though there is a fine line sometimes, you know, between arts 
and teacher. I think this is not your job, obviously, or even responsibility to wonder about LGBTQ whatever. You have other things to do to fix the future. Do, are you listening? This youth, yeah, the young, these young people, you don't push on them this kind of agenda because they have other things to do. Leo. Thank you. Any further public comment? Uh, you have no further comments. Thank you. Public comment is now closed. Um, I think we should do this by roll call vote. So if the clerk can please call the roll. Yes, um, on that motion, Commissioner Wong? Aye. Commissioner Wong, aye. Officer Adair? Aye. Officer Adair, aye. Officer Wu? Aye. Officer Wu, aye. Commissioner Ye? Aye. Commissioner Ye, aye. Commissioner Cisnedos? Aye. Commissioner Cisnedos, aye. Vice Chair Lostana? Aye. Vice Chair Lostana, aye. Officer Fong? Aye. Officer Fong, aye. Commissioner Stock Lozano? Aye. Commissioner Stock Lozano, aye. Commissioner Ding? Aye. Commissioner Ding, aye. Commissioner Fagawanoa? Aye. Commissioner Fagawanoa, aye. Uh, Commissioner Ansari? Aye. Commissioner Ansari, aye. Commissioner Aliotto Pier? Aye. Commissioner Aliotto Pier, aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. Commissioner Perez, aye. Uh, Commissioner Lampkins? Aye. Commissioner Lampkins, aye. Commissioner Marroquin? Aye. Commissioner Marroquin, aye. Officer Lunamir? Aye. Officer Lunamir, aye. And then Chair Barker Plummer? Aye. Chair Barker Plummer, aye. With 17 ayes, 0 nays, and 0 abstentions, the motion passes. The motion passes. Congratulations, Commissioners um, Lestana and Stock Lozano. Please call item seven. Item seven is legislation referred BOS file 230446, planning code zoning map housing production ordinance amending the planning code to encourage housing production. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm gonna go ahead and pass it to our LAOs and then I also know that um, we have staff who have been working on this as well if they wanna provide anything. But I'll hand it over to you both as well, both first. Perfect, uh, thank you Chair and uh, good evening, commissioners, and our guests. Um, Jason and I are very excited to be discussing BOS file 230446 once again, the ordinance amending the planning code. And we are once again announcing that um, we are going to um, postpone this commission's final judgment on this until our next meeting on December 4th. We'll get into this more. This is for two reasons. The first is that um, our presenter, Aaron Starr, who is supposed to come, um, is unfortunately sick with COVID. And the second more important reason is that um, it was understood that the Board of Supervisors was under an intense time crunch to get this legislation passed within 30 days, but this is not actually the case. So the Board will not be making a final decision until later in December. So we are gonna wait until amendments are finalized. 
Um, I'll hand it over to Jason. Yeah, thanks, Alistair. So um, just a little background on the housing, housing production bill. So currently, California is facing a very severe housing affordability crisis, and San Francisco is particularly affected. Um, and I feel like a lot of us are witnessing the dramatic increases in home sale prices as well as rent prices in recent years. So housing costs in San Francisco have increased significantly since the Great Recession in 2008, um, with notable spikes in medium price sales and rental prices for two-bedroom houses houses and apartments. The trend in housing costs are also caused by decades of underproduction in the Bay Area as well, um, uh, which are contributing to ultra-high prices. So San Francisco um, has to meet the regional housing needs allocation, which is the RHNA. Um, so they have to build 83,000 units within the next 10 years. So under our current processes, the way we are currently building housing, um, we will not be on track to meet these goals that were set from the state. So meeting these housing production goals are critical to addressing our housing, uh, housing, our, our housing crisis because if we don't meet these, limit, if we don't meet these goals, um, the state could impose limitations on the city's control over housing production. So this ordinance, uh, the mayor's housing production bill will streamline the process for developers to build in special use districts and will reduce constraints uh, like communi community input, environmental review, et cetera, which could take up to a few years depending on the project. Mm -hmm. um, and so the most important element of these amendments to understand, I will go over right now. Currently, as Jason mentioned, there are several requirements including environmental review, community input, and others that must occur as part of the review process before developers can actually begin and complete the demolition process. And certainly, you know, demolition is only the first step towards, you know, rebuilding housing and ideally um, rebuilding a higher quantity of housing. But currently, it's, it's very difficult to demolish. And so what this piece of legislation would do is it would eliminate those requirements and streamline the demolition process across much of the city. Importantly, this would not occur in equity priority communities, which are generally low income, um, marginalized populations, oftentimes on the southern and eastern sides of San Francisco. Um, the original, you know, the current protections would continue there. It would be difficult to demolish. However, within um, the family housing special use district, which covers high income, well-resourced neighborhoods, generally on the western and northern sides of the city, um, those requirements would go away, which would make it much easier for uh, developers to demolish generally single-family single, single family and or um, uh, low-density um, housing and ideally you know, build higher-density housing, which would increase our overall stock. Um, however, there are m multiple concerns that supervisors have about these amendments. The most important one to understand that um, Melgar, Mandelman, uh, Peskin, and others brought up is that is the fate of rent control. So currently, um, this amendment would allow for developers to demolish rent control units far more easily. Um, and obviously, the, um, the, the units that would be built afterwards would not necessarily be rent controlled. They would be market rate. And developers already have an incentive to eliminate rent control units because they're generally less profitable. So we can see developers um, sort of attack or target rent control units for demolition in order to um, you know, benefit themselves. That's what supervisors are very concerned about. So Melgar, Mandelman, and others are currently planning amendments which would safeguard rent control units from this streamlining of the demolition process. 
to make sure that San Francisco's affordable housing stock does not actually decrease, which would be obviously counter, which would be you know counter to the actual spirit of this legislation. However, those amendments have not been finalized yet, um, so that is the main reason why we're planning on waiting until our next meeting to make our decision. Yeah, just to reiterate, um, they're just making sure that um, rent-controlled units are protected one for one. Um, so this piece of legislation actually covers the same special use district of a legislation that Supervisor Malgar and, and Ingardio passed back in May um, that the Youth Commission actually supported. So if the mayor's bill passes, it will undo everything that it, it would do, undo everything in Supervisor Malgar's legislation. And um, as I already mentioned, we are planning on waiting until our December fourth meeting at the earliest to make a final. You know, decision on this legislation, whether we want to support it, oppose it, leave a neutral recommendation with comments. Um, not only because our presenter is unfortunately not here, but also because I already mentioned there was a lot of misinformation going around that the state government would be, um, would be penalizing the city of San Francisco for not passing this within a 30-day window. Um, but this is not the case. The city of San Francisco has more time. And also, this legislation has not undergone its first reading at the Board of Supervisors, which means that it could not be passed before mid-December at the earliest, which is, what, which is why we are fairly confident in, in postponing our formal recommendation until our next meeting, until we can get our presenter, and more importantly, until we know the fate of those aforementioned amendments to the, amend, to the amendments, um, which would have to do with rent control. Um, so look forward to that, and if you have any questions about this legislation, please reach out to Jason and I. Obviously, there's a lot to go over, and there's a lot that we did not mention because this is over 90 pages in total, but please reach out to us if you're confused, if you have um, any worries, and we will do our best for you, and we are excited to continue working on this at our next meeting. And um, we'll quickly pass it off to staff who might have, um, who might have something to add about potential amendments. Can I ask a wider, a wider question? So are you going to be motioning to table this item to the next commission meeting? Um, that is our plan. Okay. And you want to do that after, mm -hmm. after staff? After we a... hear from staff. We're okay. just hoping that people at least like feel informed or empowered enough to ask questions. Okay. Thank you, LAOs, for the um, overview of the legislation itself. Um, I will quickly go over some of the proposed amendments that Supervisors um, Mandelman and Peskin put out, and I will also let you know oh, the, who is sponsoring which amendments. So as um, Officer Fong said, um, this um, legislation will um, override the legislation that Supervisors Melgar and Ingardio will put out um, earlier this year. Essentially, um, that uh, specific legislation um, said that if people wish to demolish um, their units, um, they um, and if they want to be fast tracked and like not have to go through the barriers, um, they must build rent control units. So essentially, if you're demolishing a unit, people can bypass the conditional use authorizations, the fast track building. In return, people must build rent control units. The current legislation that um, the mayor's office um, put out uh, does not have that. Thus, um, Supervisor Mandelman does wish to put that part back into the uh, legislation. That is the first amendment. The second amendment that Supervisors um, Mandelman and Peskin and um, push out is um, 
to preserve historical areas. There are a lot of historical buildings in um, districts such like um, Districts 8, Districts 3, and they want to keep those um, within the conditional use constraints. That's the Second Amendment. The Third Amendment and is um, pushed out by Supervisor Mandelman. Buildings that are pre-1939 will also be kept within the historical preservation and, and that will also need to go through hearings. Um, the fourth amendment, which is um, also by Supervisor Mandelman, is um, a density bonus law. It, so um, currently in the legislation, um, it gets rid of hearings, um, planning commission hearings for um, new buildings. Supervisor Mandelman wants to put back this um, density bonus hearing in, in the legislation, especially for neighborhoods that are not used to having high density housing projects. Um, so any neighborhoods that may just be a historically lower density, they should have a hearing. Um, the last one, which is um, a little more complicated um, is also pushed out by Supervisor Mandelman is um, he has something what's called um, a lot of monster homes in his district. So he wants to make sure that um, if someone is trying to build something that is above 3,000 square feet that they still go through a hearing process. Um, but that does not um, apply for someone who wished to build something that is above 4,000 feet, uh, square feet. Um, however, because that part needs to, that specific amendment needs to go back to the planning commission, what he plans to do is to duplicate this um, legislation file to send it back to the planning commission specifically for this amendment. So this amendment will not be part of this original legislation that um, the Land Use and Transportation Committee is planning. Thank you. So, okay. Well, I just in terms of process. So you've made a motion. I'm going to make another motion uh, to support the intent of this legislation today and return it to the Board of Supervisors with support. That doesn't mean that we can't in the future follow up with more comments. I can share why in a minute, but just to make that motion um, and also ask if there's a second. Commissioner Perez seconds that motion. Thank you. Um, then we can open it up for questions and then I think then we can have a conversation about what process we want to follow. Reverse order as made. Okay. Um, but I do want to make sure that people have questions answered first so that we can understand the legislation before we go into what is going to be a debate around the process of how we should respond to the legislation. But I just wanted to make that motion. Um, so, are there any questions for our LAOs? And I'll give this back to you. No one has any questions? Okay. Well, we can get into it. Oh, yeah. 
was just gonna say, if there is still an intent to table this item, that would need to be made it as well, because you can't make an action to pass it and then also to table it. They made a motion to table it. Oh, you already did make the motion? Yeah. So both okay. Yeah, I think it was moved by Commissioner Vaughn and seconded by Adair, or vice versa. Correct. Something like that. Um, and then this is the second motion that we'll consider first. So I, I, I respect our LAOs a lot, and I thank them for the work, and I also thank this commission for the time that we've taken to discuss this repeatedly, um, and also the patience of commissioners as we deal with this legislation. It is, it is controversial, um, and I, you know, that's why it's taking so long, but I also think that's why it's important that we today take a position. Uh, this city and county has a history of kicking the can down the road when it comes to taking action on our housing shortage. And let's be clear that that's what it is. It is a shortage of housing that is causing the housing affordability crisis we have. Not alone, but that is the main factor. San Francisco has not zoned for and has not built and made it too difficult to build enough housing units so that prices across the board go down. The goal of this legislation is to help rectify that problem it is a part of a larger package that the state has essentially mandated the city adopt per state law because we, because the state recognizes that San Francisco has historically not been doing enough. And this is what they this is why we have this law is because every time we try and have this kind of change, uh, it gets bogged down in bureaucracy and amendments that undo in many ways, the original intent. That's not true of all of the amendments of this, but I think that I think that it is telling that the Board of Supervisors has taken, what, like three months now? More. More. On this legislation, it was, it was an introduced before the Youth Commission came into session. So more than three months. Um, and while I appreciate due diligence and due process, I think that it is very indicative at this time of how our Board of Supervisors, unfortunately, is treating this current housing crisis and the mandate from the state that San Francisco take action on a deadline, that San Francisco is very soon, essentially the end of the month, going to blow past and therefore be in violation of the agreement we made with the state to take this action. It is a complicated, bureaucratic mess. It has to do with local law, it has to do with state law, and it has to do with the wider issue, and this is just one part of that. But I think that it is important that our commission, as advocates for young people, particularly for, as, as, as representatives of those who are going to be in these housing units in the next 10 years. I mean, this is not about us. This is about today's elementary school students and preschool students and where they're going to live in our city and county and if they're going to be able to live in the city that they grew up in and like me and all of you truly love. I think that it is um, concerning to see this and I think that it is our place as the Youth Commission to say we're returning this legislation with our recommendation. That doesn't mean we can't talk about it again and return another memo to the Board of Supervisors. Maybe Director Garcia can um, correct me if I'm wrong, but if we wanted to comment on this again, we could, right? 
Um, I'm actually not sure about that. Okay. Yeah. If we needed to, we could take a motion on it. Yeah. Yeah. So even if we couldn't do the same system of legislation referred, which I think we can, but I could be wrong, especially if there are amendments that change it in the process. Um, I think it would be seen as like a public comment from the Youth Commission, yeah. like a report. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can do that. I think that we should take this opportunity to say, you know, there's a deadline that needs to get fulfilled by the state and the Youth Commission as advocates for young people are saying that you need to take action now on this housing affordability issue. So I would encourage, that's why I've moved the motion, that's why I think that we should um, support the intent of this legislation and specifically support the intent of creating more housing for future generations of San Franciscans. Um, and in doing so, support reducing the bureaucracy and reforming our zoning laws to allow for more housing to be built. And um, that's why I'm making that motion and I ask commissioners to support it today. I'll go ahead and hand it over to uh, Commissioner Fong. Yeah, I totally agree with um, what Chair Barker Plummer just mentioned, but I would like to reiterate that um, there is a lot of misinformation going around about the deadline. So the deadline isn't actually at the end of this month. Um, it's the bill will be going to the Land Use and Transportation Committee next Monday, and uh, assuming all goes well, then it will go to the full board for, and it will go through two readings after that. So there would be time for us to consider everything that's on the table and make a final stand slash vote on our December 4th meeting. So I would, I feel like with the current state of where the bill is, like we don't really know what we are supporting and you know how things are gonna change. So I would advise people to kind of just wait it out just two more weeks. If nothing happens then, then I think we, uh, Chair Barker Plummer is correct. We should take a stance on this because otherwise we would just be kicking the can, can down the road. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. I'll add quickly that I absolutely respect what Chair Barker Plummer said. He is correct that San Francisco has a history of kicking its problems down the road. But um, it's really important to, I, what I'm really concerned about is I don't really see the benefit to this commission um, giving a recon, recommendation on a non-finalized version of this legislation. Because as we mentioned, the, um, the amendments surrounding rent control are hopefully going to be finalized before our next meeting. And I think it would be important for commissioners to know whether or not those amendments are included before they make their decision to support. Um, and yeah, the state government, the, um, the idea that they were mandating that this get passed within 30 days, there's a lot of, as uh, Commissioner Fong mentioned, misinformation surrounding that. Um, the Board of Supervisors is not currently anticipating the state imposing punitive measures against us just because this legislation doesn't get passed immediately. There's no risk of it being passed before the Youth Commission can make our recommendation on the finalized version because all amendments would have to be in by that first reading. And so to sum this all up, I absolutely do support this legislation, but I am in favor of voting no on supporting it today, and I would ask other commissioners to do the same so that we can wait until December 4th to know the finalized version and then go ahead and support it. So um, I'm gonna support voting nay. I think Commissioner Fong agrees with me. Um, I just wanted to add to that. Um, I feel like there's not much of a difference between supporting it now and supporting it at our next meeting. It's only two weeks and it's also our first and last meeting in December, I believe. So, so let me ask a question, which is, I don't know if that's 
to our LAOs or to our staff of who has labeled this state mandated deadline as misinformation and whereas who, who told that to you? Yeah. So I spoke with uh, Jen Lo, who is the chief of staff to Supervisor Malgar, who is the chair of the Land Use and Transportation Committee, and she basically told me that they have additional time on this. So the Board of Supervisors, who is potentially breaking the law, is also who's telling us that they have it. Because the state sent a letter a couple, like two weeks ago that said that they need to meet this deadline. That's my understanding. If I'm wrong, like correct me, but I, that's what I read in the letter that was sent by HCD. They impose a new deadline of when? I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm sure Ms. Lowe is, is more informed on this than I am. What I'm saying is that I think, I worry that this is another attempt to delay it and I think if we don't say something about it, I don't see why the Board of Supervisors at the next land use meeting isn't prepared to just delay it again past the deadline. I mean, I, like that's what I'm hearing from housing activists here in San Francisco is that this is what the Board of Supervisors has already done. And, you know, I, I, the, what we risk by not passing this soon is also losing our local control. So it's pretty, pretty high stakes. With that said, you know, I, I just haven't seen any, you know, I, I haven't seen any public um, confirmation from HCD that they're, they've changed their deadline again, which I don't see why they would do that particularly, unless there's some back deal agreement that I just don't know about. Can I just say real quick, I think if there's any doubt in anybody's minds about the bill that is currently being shown to us, or whatever is being shown to us, then there should be no reason that the Youth Commission should take a stance that we approve everything that is being said if there's a possibility that something will change. I would not feel comfortable putting Youth Commission's name on it at all. And I think that just because we're rushed by a deadline that right now we're being told does not exist to us, I think that that is a little bit ridiculous. Um, and I think that it's very premature. And um, ultimately, I don't think the Youth Commission rec making the recommendation today versus on December 4th, which um, it's safe to say given that the first reading has not even occurred, um, the legislation will not be passed by then, um, notwithstanding any state deadlines. So all that matters is that the Youth Commission gets its, um, gets its opinion on the issue in front of the Board of Supervisors for them to weigh before it gets passed. If it's not going to be passed before December 4th, there's no extra reward or benefit to getting a recommendation in early. So for that reason, I am going to advocate that we wait until the next meeting until we know more about the specifics for making a final decision. Thank you. I have a question before the staff. Is it possible for us to communicate to the board some way that we would like them to, to take action as quickly as possible on this without it being a response to the referred legislation? Or would that have to have been its own agenda item? Would this be the uh, commission as a whole? Yeah. It would have to be agendized. Okay. Yes. Commissioner Lasana, or Vice Chair Lasana. Oh yeah, I just have a question. I don't know if it's not relevant, but I was just like, how does supporting the intent 
of like this resolution as it or yeah as it is now how would that like expedite the process of it going through the board i'm just confused well i mean that's just my way of, of basically alleviating commissioner aliotto's concern of us not signing on to legislation that we haven't seen the final version of yet while still taking action to say that you know the youth commission's position overall is that we need to see them take urgent action to meet um the deadline imposed can i just say that yeah. i think that if something were to change in the bill it would also change the intent of it i think that there are definitely i don't think that we could sign on to an intent right now and say this is gonna stay the same if the actual bill itself is going to change, I think that that itself is also false. If it changes, the intent will also change. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why it was just like, I don't know, like supporting it as it is now, if it changes, like I don't know how that would like, I don't know. I, what Commissioner Aliota Pierre said essentially. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. Commissioner Ye? Well, you, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you grabbed the uh, mic. <laughs> sure. Um, I would just say, like, think that seeing all these amendments, I mean, I would love to be able to see a finalized version and have that come to us for us to be able to um, provide kind of our, um, our stance on it. Um, just because, you know, similarly, I think that having to review this over and over again and then having to see it change, I think that can also be, um, that takes time. That takes a lot of time. Thank you. Any further comments? Okay, so guessing the vibe of the room, I will go ahead and withdraw my motion. I, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I respect people's opinions and I think that it's not worth taking the time. What I will say is that my comments stand and I think it is very possible we will be back here in two weeks and we will be asked once again to delay this and I would just keep in mind what today's discussion looked like when, if we get asked to do so. Um, and I will also be keeping a close eye along with our LAOs on this legislation because even if it's in a personal capacity, I think that this is very important even if it is very policy wonky. Um, and I think personally, I think that this is indicative of a, a much larger issue we have here in San Francisco when it comes to addressing the housing affordability crisis. Commissioner Gay. I would even say that, you know, I'm not sure what is, if there's anything in our power that we can do to kind of um, encourage or kind of rush the, the city's timeline because they're, they're, the pace that they're moving at is, you know, kind of, you know, I'm just not sure if there's anything that we can do to kind of rush them or encourage them to meet the deadline in time, that we kind of just have to follow their pace. Well, I mean, I would say that we advise the mayor and the board of supervisors, and our job is to advocate on these issues. So I, I, don't, I don't think you intend it to sound this way, but it does sound a little bit like you want us to just accept it as is. No, not it. Okay. Not, not really. But I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's anything because like, it just, oh, it just seems like they're just. I mean, it's kind of right. like the city is choosing to delay it, as well. Well, that was my intent today was to try and have this be an opportunity for us to, to make.
clear our desire to urge this, but that's not going to happen, clearly. So I think, um, you know, what's been, I, I hear you, and I think the city needs to move faster, but I'm not sure without responding to this legislation today exactly how we would do that today, mm -hmm. which is why I made my motion. Um, Commissioner Adair. Yeah, I'll just add quickly, um, you know, I appreciate Chair Barker Plummer for acquiescing to the opinions that multiple commissioners have expressed. Um, but before we go ahead to vote to table this and wait for next week, I do want to um, affirm that I personally do support this legislation and when it comes up in two weeks, I expect to, um, to, to, you know, have to deliver a positive recommendation as a commission. There are multiple reasons for that. Um, Jason and I went over it. Ultimately, we want to see um, housing stock increase. And the reason for delaying is not necessarily because we're particularly interested in, um, in not approving it. It's because we want to make sure we have the finalized version and that we can really do our best job as a commission and make a recommendation more powerful you know, with full knowledge of the finalized um, version. So for that reason, um, we're happy to be. Hopefully, it's finalized. Um, we'll see in two weeks. But for I'll, that reason, I'll have another impassioned speech if it's not. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Let's let's go ahead and take our vote. Any further comments from commissioners? Seeing none, is there any public comment? And this is uh, on the motion to table to the next full commission meeting. Um, if members of the public um, have any comments regarding the motion, you can come to the podium. You guys are amazing. You, you are like, like, you, sorry, act like perfect adults. Like you learn the lesson, I'm absolutely blown away by your, your way of, wow. Okay, don't worry about the supervisors, I'm taking care of them <laughs> since February. Thank you. Because honestly, uh, I don't think it's your job. But what your job is, is to question systematically everything they are proposing or that are proposed to them. Systematically. Because now I know for sure that they don't know exactly what they are doing. Even they don't know. They are under a pressure that comes from whatever... Uh, it's way beyond our control so far. But you guys have to systematically question what they say. Bother them, big time. Never stop. And have fun doing it, because it's your age to have fun, right? I mean, it's any age, but is that okay? I'm gonna go leave you on your own. Uh, I'll be back, I think, because I, love, I like you guys. <laughs> You're awesome. It's interesting. And you are pretty fucking smart. But understand. Wait, you need experience to know what you are talking about. Huh? You, can't, you, you can't do otherwise. It, it takes experience in life. Is that okay? So take your time. But uh, you are the future. I'll be with you. Bye. Thank you. Any other public comment? Chair Barco Palmer, there are no other speakers. Thank you. With that, public comment is now closed. Um, I think we should take a roll call vote. Okay. <clears throat> um, on that motion, Commissioner Wong? Aye. 
Commissioner Wong, aye. Um, Officer Adair? Aye. Officer Adair, aye. Officer Wu? Aye. Officer Wu, aye. Commissioner Ye? Aye. Commissioner Ye, aye. Commissioner Cisnedos? Aye. Commissioner Cisnedos, aye. Vice Chair Lasana? Aye. Vice Chair Lasana, aye. Officer Fong? Aye. Officer Fong, aye. Commissioner Stock Lozano? Aye. Commissioner Stock Lozano, aye. Uh, Commissioner Deng? Aye. Commissioner Deng, aye. Commissioner Fagawanoa? Aye. Commissioner Fagawanoa, aye. Commissioner Ansari? Aye. Commissioner Ansari, aye. Commissioner Aliotu Pier? Aye. Commissioner Aliotu Pier, aye. Commissioner Perez? Aye. Commissioner Perez, aye. Commissioner Lampkins? Aye. Commissioner Lampkins, aye. Commissioner Marukin? Aye. Commissioner Marukin, aye. Officer Lunamir? Aye. Officer Lunamir, aye. And then Chair Bark Plummer? No. Chair Bark Plummer, uh, no. So with 17 ayes and then six, yes, sorry. <laughs> I can't count my head. With 16 ayes okay. and then uh, one no and then zero abstentions, uh, the, the motion still passes. Motion passes. Thank you. Please call item, what? No. Please call item eight. Um, item number eight is bylaws. Thank you. Um, let me, this is the same as last week except the only change, what? Yeah, it's printed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you. Um, except the only change is what Commissioner Ye caught. Um, in, Instead of basically, instead of referring back to the executive committee system for electing um, mem uh, leadership of committees, it essentially is the same process, but instead of it being a majority of nine, it's just a majority of the committee. Um, so, yeah, which is on page 13. I also added page numbers because I thought that would be helpful. Um, but it's the same process. So there are no other amendments. I'll give people a minute to read over it. Any motions? Would the, would this be a motion to approve the amendments? Yes. Okay, great. Um, this is the second reading, so we are. Yeah. Great, Commissioner. Your motions to approve the amendments. Seconded by Adair. Commissioner Ye, seconded by Commissioner Adair. Motions to approve the proposed amendments to the bylaws of the San Francisco Youth Commission. Um, is there any discussion? I'll just say thank you to staff who have been very supportive um, in this bylaw process and um, uh, everyone's input uh, in this process as well. Yeah, let's go, Josh. Um, 
Any other discussion or questions or rumbling? I don't know. Hearing none, uh, is there any public comment? Chair Parker Plummer, there are no speakers. Public comment is now closed. Uh, I think we can take this by voice vote. So all in favor say aye. 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 All opposed say no. Abstentions. Motion passes. Please call item nine. Um, item number nine is committee reports. Item 9A is executive committee beginning with legislative affairs, le legislative affairs officers. All right. Um, thank you. Uh, I'll add that um, you know we current we met uh, today just before our meeting. We spent most of our time discuss discussing the planning code amendment file 23446. Um, uh, in addition, we are also continuing to work on compiling um, you know commissioners plans for resolutions um, so that we can uh, so that we can you know streamline that and hopefully help people collaborate we're also excited for the BPP process to be starting in a few weeks and I believe we're having um, an additional item other than 23446 referred to our next meeting which Commissioner Fong can explain yeah so we're having item number 231140 which is a resolution urging the mayor and the Department of Human Resources to initiate emergency hiring plan to fill behavioral health workforce vacancies all right that's that's all we have thank you thank you uh, communications and outreach officers okay um, so don't we have a ton of stuff to remember? Just the big thing is um, I know some of you have reached out about the presentation for small schools. Um, that will be ready towards the end of this week with a template kind of, of what you should include. And then I will just send that out to whoever's um, asked for it. And if you would like to ask for that, just send me an email just pretty much saying like, hey, I would be interested in doing it. And I will respond sometime this week, probably not on Thanksgiving, but either probably like around Friday with the template as well and kind of any other notes. Um, I believe we have the footage we need for the video. Yeah, I mean, we have the footage, but if you guys still want to reach out and be a part of the promo video, feel free to save back after the meeting today. Yeah, just remember, it was like we did last time, those quick little interviews, 30 seconds, super informal, kind of just, you know, really relaxed, kind of like get to know you in a way. Um, and just again, I know it's kept since every meeting, but if you would like to help with the tech event that uh, me and Vice Chair Lasana are trying to plan, we had a meeting on Sunday. It went very well. Um, please reach out. We would love uh, more commissioners to work on this and especially attend the next meeting. Yeah, but I think that's all for me. Oh, yeah, guys, have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Anything perfect? Um, general committee updates. Okay, um, for general committee updates, essentially what we've been doing in exec, um, like last meeting was we went over bylaws, and we also went over um, like the Youth Leadership Institute's, um, what was it? Why? A smoke-free generation. Yes, yeah, okay. the smoke-free generation, um, their smoke-free generation um, initiative, and we're going to have them present about that, and it's essentially um, making sure that like people and like our generation don't smoke tobacco products until they turn 21. Mm. Wait, yeah? Wait, no. wait. Basically, no. basically. They can't buy it. They can't buy it? People under 21 will be barred no. No. perpetually from what, what, people who are I, currently the, under the 21. I, the, I, the idea, well, we can talk about this when they come and present, if they come and present. The idea behind it is that basically if you were born after a certain date, you will 
never be able to buy tobacco. So, like, yeah, after like 2005. Mm. Wait, wait, no. Oh. So the yeah. minimum. Uh, what? The minimum. The, it, essentially, like. Okay. Okay. Yes. This is why we're having a presentation. The, the idea behind it, and this is something that was just proposed in the UK. So all of the reactions people are having to it now, people are having in the UK as well. Fun fact. Um, the idea is that if you basically phase out smoking and tobacco products entirely by choosing some kind of date of birth at which people who have that on their ID or after can just never buy tobacco. We can look at that presentation and hear them out and have a discussion about it when they come and present. They've been invited. I don't know if we've heard back from them or if we're finding a date. Yeah. But when is that presentation? Like, is that for youth commission or is that exactly? That'll be for youth commission. Okay. Yes. Is that like ever or until yeah. they turn 21? Ever. So like essentially the, min the, the minimum the minimum age, okay. every year the minimum age would like to buy would increase by one year. So yeah. like in 50 years you would have to be like older than 70 to get tobacco. And eventually no living person would be able to buy it. Yeah. It's an idea. It is. is anyone in the youth commission 21 or older? No? Is anyone me? born in 2004? I was born in So that means you would be like pretty much the youngest person who would ever be allowed to buy a tobacco pro product. How exciting. Um, we can talk about more about this when there's a presentation and if there's ever a motion or a resolution to support it following up. Um, I definitely think it's interesting, but this update from exec is just that we are hoping to have them come and present their proposal to us. Because it's also a youth-led campaign here in the SFB area, I think. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a mix of like, I think SF and East Bay people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Great. Um, yeah, and then last update. Well, it's not really an update, it's more of a question. Um, we just wanted to gauge how many people would be able to come to a December 18th meeting if we had a second December meeting. So raise your hand if you can come, because we need to see if we would have quorums. December 18th. For a second full YC the, meeting. The in Monday December. of the week of Christmas, I think. If raise your hand if you can come to a December 18th full youth commission meeting. It is a it is a regular Monday yeah. meeting. It's just mm. that it's near Christmas. One. Yeah. I mean, maybe this might be easier maybe raising your hands if you cannot. Yeah. Attend. If you oh, if okay. you know for certain you cannot come. Okay, that's a better two, idea. That looks more than clear. Right. Well, I think that answers that question. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>, so, <clears throat> no two-second December meeting. Yeah. Yay. Okay. I mean, oh, well, no. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, love being here? Yes, but, you know, people yeah. got Christmas plans. I don't want to disrupt that. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Or Hanukkah or holidays plans. That will put anyways. pressure on us to... We're going to move on from that. Um, yeah, I'll pass it back to Chair Mark Plummer. Thank you, Vice Chair Lestana. Um, and I'll pass it for Youth Commission attendance to Director Esquivel Garcia. Yeah, um, since y'all are missing the December 18th meeting, and there's not going to actually, we're not going to have one, JK. Um, but if you are missing any committee meetings moving forward, um, please email us in a timely manner. And also you have access to your attendance sheet, um, so you'll be able to see what meetings you have missed. Um, but please, if you are missing a meeting, let it be an excused absence and not an unexcused absence. That's it. We don't like unexcused absences. 
It means we miss you a lot. And also you might be booted off the commission. But more importantly, we want to see you here. Um, what? That's true. <laughs> um, I will go ahead and pass it off to Civic Engagement Education Committee. Okay, great. Um, so this past meeting we focused on talking points and counter arguments regarding this Boat 16 effort. Um, but our main focus was making a list of goals for this term that obviously all have to be completed by June of 2024. But we as a committee I think have more clarity as to what needs to be our priorities and what needs to be completed in the coming months. Um, but that being said, we spent most of our time goal setting and planning out specifics um, that need to be done by certain dates and deadlines. Thank you. Any questions or comments? Seeing none. Uh, Housing, Recreation, and Transit Committee. Yeah, so our, at our last meeting, we had a presentation from Luke Bornheimer, I believe, Born, Bornheimer, and he presented on two things, the first being no, a no turn on red policy proposal and then Valencia Street policy pro proposal. So we are planning to support both via resolution, and we are also going to work on a free muni for youth resolution as well. Any questions or comments? Seeing none. Uh, Transportive Justice Committee. Uh, so basically at our recent TJ committee, we talked about um, the updated policies and suggestions of the working group. And basically we we're just talking about how we can um, include like languages and processes for the youth booking in JUV. And then we also talked about the JUV um, building design. And we also discussed, or we just went over our goals again, and we didn't really add anything from our previous goal settings. And I also want to mention that uh, TJ was kind of focusing on the Student Success Fund, and for and Commissioner Asari and I just had our past Student Success um, Fund listening session on this past Thursday, and we had like 20 people come. It was pretty good. Everyone was pretty informed. We had. Um, a big age range of people coming, and I think it was very inform informative and helpful. And that's it. It also got great coverage in Mission Local. Yeah, we got on the news. Yeah? Which I'm always very appreciative of Mission Local's um, reporting as well. Um, thank you. Any comments or questions? Item, please, uh, yeah? Can you please go item 10? Um, item 10 is staff report. Okay, um, I have three things. Um, so um, a few weeks ago, you should have gotten an email from Jessica Wong, who is our previous HR specialist, um, regarding trainings in your um, CCSF portal. If you have not gotten that email, please email me. Um, and if you did, uh, please have your trainings done by December 15th. If not, um, there will be some repercussions regarding uh, city hiring. Um, if you need help, please email me as well. I will not answer your text in regards to this because uh, it, it is HR related. Um, and then the next thing I wanted to let you all know, in the next few weeks, I will be sending out an email regarding uh, YC Media Retreat for January. Thank you. Yeah. I thought the, I mean, I know that each training has different deadlines, but I thought that there were no trainings due December 15th, or was that just not like applicable for me? Um, last year, several commissioners did not um, do any trainings, and so we are setting an internal deadline of December 15th. Um, if not, uh, 
I get in trouble, then you get in trouble. Perfect. Thank you. So, for me, um, just two updates. Um, for Chair Barker Plummer today met with um, the chair and vice chair of the San Jose Youth Commission. Um, they reached out wanting to um, collaborate on an event. Uh, essentially, they will be taking something similar to like a field trip up to San Francisco for the two um, commissions to uh, just cross collaborate to like learn from each other and to inform each other of um, what we're doing. Um, so that should be sometime in the spring. So be on the lookout from um, Chair Barker Plummer and Vice Chair Lestana on like whether or not like you want to help with this. Um, the second thing is um, like Commissioner Dang said, um, there was the student success fund listening session. So I'm working on a report on what everyone said and to to send it to you all and to the community that. Uh, participated as well. Yes, um, the only report that I have is kind of following up from last full commission about a mixer with other youth governing bodies. Um, so other folks are very interested in doing that as well from like SFUSD's Student Advisory Council as well as YTAB and I believe there's two other ones that folks that told me, I'm like, I didn't even know about that. So um, other youth advisory councils that are very interested in doing that sometime before the end of the calendar year. Um, so we'll be meeting hopefully before Thanksgiving to talk about what best dates look like, but um, we'll definitely update y'all in the next week or two. Um, if we can meet before the holiday, if not, then it might be an update for the end of November. But I believe that's all from us. Thank you. Uh, this, is that everyone? Yeah, cool. Um, thank you. Please call item 11. Item 11 is announcements. Not all at once. <laughs> okay, seeing none, uh, please call item 12. Item 12 is adjournment. This meeting is adjourned at 6.14 p.m.